Self-betrayal can come in so many forms and most often we actually do it very subconsciously. So I thought this was a great time to pull back the curtain on how we deal with it by teaching you four ways that we raise our expectations of others starting within ourselves that will ultimately lead to feeling disappointed, let down, and yes, betrayed. If you are new here, welcome. My name is Justin. This is the Strength, Yoga, and Freedom podcast where we use the philosophy of yoga in a very practical way, an everyday way, one small step at a time to become happier people. Now, before we get started, I just have a few things I wanna cover. Please be sure to consider subscribing to our weekly email. Yes, it's just one email per week. I give you all the information that's coming up in future episodes of this podcast, future content on our YouTube channel, and some bonus and exclusive coaching. Visit the show notes where you are listening to this podcast to sign up. It's free and we only send one email per week, which is really nice. Also, you can connect with me at Justin Ricky Yoga, J-U-S-T-I-N-R-I-C-C-I-Y-O-G-A, on Instagram. You can also follow the link in the show notes. If you are also so inclined, you can donate to this podcast through listener support or even buy me a coffee. All of that is linked in the show notes. I'm so grateful for those of you who have supported and who continue to support this community as it grows. And I keep bringing you new content to help change your life towards the direction that you want to take it to. And also, I am a huge fan of supporting the growth of dreams and goals, as you know, for those of you that have been listening, especially self-started dreams and goals. And one of our loyal friends of this community has started a sweet treat service where you can find original homemade baked goods and treats. And let me tell you, they are incredible. It's none other than Kenzie's Sweet Treats. I'm gonna leave a link in the show notes where you can go and order when you, and when you do order, you can mention this podcast or use the code JUSTINSYF15OFF and she will take 15% off your first order. So check that out if you're looking for some sweet treats. I'll put the link in the show notes. Now let's get started right into it. Get down to business regarding this self-betrayal stuff. And I want to start by saying that the reason I love bringing this type of content to you is because personally, I have been a people pleaser my entire life up until a few years ago. And it's very common to want to put your needs aside to please others. And what we learn when we do this is we are actually betraying ourselves in the process. It took me a very, very long time to discover this, but through the practice of yoga, through my own research, my self-healing journey, and that includes listening and watching to motivational and inspirational podcasts like this, YouTube videos like that, self-studying, all of that, doing the work. When I went through all of that, I realized and I learned that it is the energy that is going out into people-pleasing that should be turned inward to pleasing one's self first. And as I say often here, your cup must be full in order to be able to pour anything out to others. In yoga, the practice of asteya, or non-stealing, as that's translated to in English, teaches us that we live with integrity and reciprocity. What do those two words mean? Well, integrity is defined as the quality of being honest and having strong moral principles. That's the Oxford English Dictionary definition. And reciprocity, same Oxford English definition, 
means the practice of exchanging things with others for mutual benefit. Exchanging things with others for mutual benefit. And I wanna pause and recognize those last few words, mutual benefit. Not your benefit and not their benefit. Mutual benefit. When we are people pleasing, we are benefiting one person and guess what? That person is not you. When we take an approach to living our lives by comparing ourselves to others and then trying to get someone else to be who we want them to be, we notice we either find we become empty inside, which causes us to feel like we aren't good enough, or we can become arrogant and ego-driven because we feel we know more, are more, or maybe are superior or better than someone else. Asteya teaches us not to steal from others or from ourselves when it comes to the gifts that everyone has been blessed with. And it also teaches us to quit making everything about us, every situation, every conversation, every interaction, everything. It's not about us. Focusing inward on how we can give to ourselves and to others leads to a feeling of non-betrayal to ourselves first and foremost. So now that we understand the connection between yoga and self-betrayal with Asteya. Oh, and by the way, on Thursday's episode, we will discuss what we do to others or what they may do to us. That what we do to others, these are the things on Thursday that are going to try to get them to be who we want them to be. These will be the things that I teach you on Thursday that we outwardly do. And if we do not get these four things that I am about to te- I'm about to teach you now under control, those things we outwardly do to others are also not going to be in control because of course we need to focus on ourselves first. So let's do that now by starting with number one is we let others dictate our choices. Now, this could stem from a lack of self-esteem, a lack of belief in ourselves, possibly even a need to be perfect or number one. And when this happens, we will fall into a trap where others start to dictate our choices. We inadvertently start betraying ourselves by doing this because we may think that if we agree to certain things, we will be able to make someone else happy and therefore we will be happy, right? Wrong. Sometimes <laughs> someone else's happiness and choices and their life should not dictate your happiness. When you place your choices into someone else's hands, no matter who they are, you are betraying your inner being and your inner wisdom. An example of this is traveling somewhere with a group of people or maybe another person and you actually just don't want to go to that particular destination and you're only going so that you can feel like you fit in or that you will make other people happy. So for whatever reason, you do not want to travel to that particular destination. You just begrudgingly do it because, oh, it will make them happy. I recently experienced this when I was just recently traveling and the amount of people that I saw so upset and bickering and yelling and arguing back and forth when traveling to beautiful destinations or beautiful places with lots of beautiful opportunity means to me 
that there is something underlying in one of them not wanting to be in that situation. Because when you actually go and do things that you want to do, you are going to feel happy and fulfilled and there will be no sense of anger that's going to be projected out towards other people. So that's number one. We let others dictate our choices. Number two, we put up imaginary borders or boundaries and we do not communicate them. Now, hear me out on this one. This is a really big one. Imaginary borders, I want to talk about that first. An example of this would be when you have certain possessions or physical things around you and you want to protect them with a death grip. So you place an imaginary border around them so that you can cling to these things, these items, and no one else can come near them. Now, when you do this, and we do this without thinking often, we tend to deflate the possibility for trying new things, for having new things, and disregarding old things that just don't serve us anymore. Yes, things are things and they can be replaced or upgraded and there is nothing wrong with that. Keeping things under lockdown or not allowing people to share in what you have is driven by ego. It's like when Grandma Martha won't allow you to sit on that chair in the living room, right? To preserve it for taking it to the grave with her? Is that what she's doing? We don't know. It is okay to place borders on things that are personal and you communicate. That's the difference. You communicate that they are private in nature. If you want to place borders on things that are private in nature, they're not in the physical view of everybody else like the chair or other things, then put them in private. Things that are out in public for others are just that, public. If you want them private, make them private, get them out of the way, keep them to yourself and communicate that you don't share certain things that are in private. When you start keeping borders around all kinds of things, it becomes an issue. And the same is with same goes with boundaries. Boundaries are meant for you. They're not meant for other people and they must be communicated in order for people to know that they should not cross the boundaries. The point that I'm making here is when you start, you actually start to betray yourself by holding on to things that you place walls up around that no one sees, they're out in public, but nobody sees these borders, or it goes to such an extreme that you become so closed off to others that it skews your expectations of how they will treat you and your things. It is also betraying yourself by not communicating a boundary to others that they shouldn't cross. So it's just important to be sure that you're honest about borders and boundaries. Number three, stop expecting things from others without clear communication. This one does not require a ton of explanation, but what I do want to say about this is when you think something is going to turn out a certain way with regards to others, or even yourself sometimes, you are closing off opportunity. So you focus on the end game and you close off anything else that's gonna come until you get to the end game. You have no idea how someone else is gonna act because you're not a mind reader. And when someone does not act the way you think they should, you can get angry and you can start to get resentful. This can also happen in reverse, right? You may not do something someone else expects and they may get disappointed. Well, should they? You were only doing what you thought was best for you in the moment or in that situation. And when there's no clear expectation set, 
You are either stealing from the other person or they're stealing from you. That's not practicing Asteya, right? So then we'll get into number four right after this short break. Welcome back, everyone. We are down to number four. The fourth thing I'm gonna teach you, this is probably the biggest and maybe even the most important one to look at, and that is free yourself. Yes, get free. You see, when you place expectations on others, you're living in a fantasy world. I wanna explain that to you. The key to freeing expectations from others and not stealing is to free yourself first because your world, the world you live in, is the real world. Someone else's world is their real world. And you may think you know about the real world that they are in, but in reality, it is just a fantasy for you because you don't know what they're dealing with in their real world. It's almost like feeling like you know a celebrity based on who they play on television. That's not the reality. That's not their reality. It might be a reality you create in your mind, which is fantasy. But why would you create that in your mind? Well, we do that because we feel we need to have a grasp on expectations of others. And that is an illusion. It's a fantasy. The answer is to free yourself, to take ownership of your life so that you can feel liberated. And what does this do? It releases the expectations, not only on other people, but on yourself first. You don't feel like you have to please other people. And therefore, you stop taking and you start living. Yes, because you are you doing you. And what that does is it attracts positive energy and change which is what Asteya teaches us, non-stealing. So I hope in these four things, you've picked something up, something up that will allow you to come back to yourself and start to free some of those expectations that you put on yourself, free some of the people-pleasing tendencies that you have, because it is only here when you start within yourself that you can work on the change before you go into dealing with other people, which we're gonna talk about Thursday, in the things that we do to get the control, to get the expectation, to get the results we want from other people. And those things are surprising as well when we physically do them. So we're gonna talk about that Thursday. I cannot wait to see you there. Thank you for listening. See you on the next episode. Okay, one last thing. The content in the Strength, Yoga, and Freedom podcast is not intended as a replacement or a substitution for the advice of any medical professional, like a physician, a psychologist, or a qualified therapist, or any other medical professional. It is intended for educational and entertainment purposes only.